morning, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist. I am excited to be back um, from my vacation, and thank you for your patience with Monday and Friday's live videos. On Friday, in fact, short, funny story, but I was trying to record it before I went out of town, and I was in my car. I thought I had recorded it on my professional page, but I actually ended up recording it on my personal page. It totally threw me off, and I was super flustered, so... There you have it. I am human as well, and I have my moments. Um, and so it was funny, too, because I had to delete the video anyway because it wasn't supposed to end up on my personal page. And then I made the decision that, you know what? I'm going on vacation. I'm taking time off. I'm going to practice what I preach and actually take time off and then revisit it on Tuesday when I got back into town. So here I am, and I am happy to talk about intergenerational family trauma again now that I am back in my normal space and normal groove and I can kind of systemically discuss that. So intergenerational family trauma is essentially the notion that what our grandparents and our parents don't resolve or heal as far as their own trauma and their own mental health gets passed down to the previous generations. You know, previously people used to think that if somebody had trauma or struggled with their mental health and they didn't resolve it or deal with it, that when they passed away, that it died with them. You know, that was the theory that, you know, that was just, you know, crazy old Joe or, you know, my grandma was really weird in this way. And they used to believe that that didn't really impact the generations below them. But what we've learned in family systems theory is it actually does impact the the systems below them. And it does it in multiple ways. Um, I'm always kind of looking into the science of things. So I want to start with theory and what we've known by what we've experienced and seen in the field of marriage and family therapy. And then I want to actually get into the science too, so you can understand that this actually has tangible scientific evidence as well. So before they understood the science, what family systemic therapists would see or theorists would see is that they would observe that, you know, if a grandparent had gone through a trauma, sometimes the grandkiddo would actually have dreams or even PTSD of trauma that their grandparents had had. Um, or even more so, you know, they started to see these patterns of if one generation was a certain way, that the next generation would tend to mimic that if it wasn't resolved or they would almost act opposite of the trauma and like kind of overcorrect for the trauma and pass it on in a different way. So let me give you an example of what that is. If there was a generation who was super particular about money and really just held it close to themselves and wouldn't spend anything and maybe even hoarded, sometimes if that stuff wasn't resolved, it would either be passed down and then the next generation would also have this like naturally hoarding mentality, and they may have resolved some parts of that, but still, you know, would have the scarcity mentality around money. Or what we would see sometimes is an overcorrection where when it wasn't resolved, they would have a mentality about money that was like, okay, spend everything and don't save anything, right? And so it wasn't ever really finding balance. It wasn't ever actually resolving it and coming to that healthy center. It was just either a reaction against it or you know, we would see similar patterns of just not having that perspective being healed, right? And so you can think about this in your own family system, you know, the ways that you view money, the ways that you view relationships, emotions, body image, you know, food, all these different things are often things that we learn 
from the generations before us, even if they're not talked about. So that's like the key thing too, is usually what's talked about too is not resolved and gets passed down as well. So now I kind of want to talk about the science of it. So what's been really interesting is the field of epigenetics. And epigenetics shows us that we inherit genes that can either be turned on or off based on our environment. So the environment we grow up in, sometimes we can have a predisposition to something, but if we never have a certain stimulus or chronic trauma, that gene may never be turned on. The opposite happens too, that if we are we grow up in a certain environment or if a gene's turn on naturally, the cool thing is that we can heal it through environment and we can heal it through therapy and we can heal it through yoga and actually turn genes like anxiety or a natural propensity to have high stress off. So it's really cool to see how like we can either heal or pass on to our future generations different struggles with mental health or ways of being and like literally embodying and being. Um, the other cool scientific thing that we've understood is that, you know, parents, both the, both the um, father and the mother, if they have high levels of stress when they are um, creating a kid and while the mom is, you know, while the baby is in utero with the mom, the baby will actually inherit a genetic predisposition to producing higher levels of cortisol. And they've actually been able to measure this. So if a mom is struggling with anxiety, or even a dad who's in the environment is struggling with anxiety, that little baby picks up on it. Like its nervous system picks up on it. And so it will inherit this system that naturally is anxious from even from being a little, little baby. Even if this didn't happen in utero, we also know that little babies from ages zero to two really absorb their environments. Not just what's being said, not just like the traumas around us, but also the mental health and the emotional environment of their parents. So the question used to be, is it nature or nurture that determines how we are? And over and over again in the science, we are learning it is both. It is both genetics and it is both our context and where we come from. And essentially, I hope the point of this, of learning about intergenerational family trauma, is that context matters. And where we come from matters, and it shapes how we are in the world. And also the cool thing is that we have a choice. We can be gatekeepers for the next generations to come and heal our trauma and heal our own stuff and be able to pass on less trauma to the next generation. And so that is the cool thing is that, you know, with epigenetics, that things are not just predetermined. It's not like if you had childhood trauma that you're going to just have kiddos that struggle with mental health. You can work through your traumas, you can resolve that, and you can heal it in your body too. So I hope that with this video today that you understand that we can change our future and the futures of our generations to come, which is really cool. We can heal ourselves and to have grace with yourselves that we are all just working with what was passed down to us. Even our parents and even our grandparents or our caregivers or those people that were like, Ugh, why are they the way they are? You know, sometimes this helps to have a more graceful and loving and accepting perspective for them too because they also inherited a lot of stuff that had nothing to do with them that, you know, whether they resolved it or not was part of their experience in the world. So... It helps us have grace for ourselves, 
It helps us have grace for others. And the cool news is that we can heal it. So I bring that perspective into this Tuesday. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will catch up with you guys tomorrow.